The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the individuals being interviewed and do not necessarily represent those of the Greater Winter Haven Chamber of Commerce. You're listening to It's Happening in the Haven. I'm your host, Brianna Price. Each episode, I get the privilege to speak to the amazing people taking Winter Haven and its surrounding Central Florida area to the next level. We're future-focused, celebrating our entrepreneurial history and leveraging it for our bright future ahead. This podcast is made possible through the generous support of our sponsors who believe in advancing commerce and community here in Winter Haven. Hey, Winter Haven, it's Anna here. For the next several weeks, you'll be hearing me doing the interviews instead of our lovely host, Bree, while she's out on maternity leave. We'd like to welcome and thank Advent Health for sponsoring season six of our podcast. Hi, my name is Dr. Olamide Oshikoya, and I'm here to tell you about the partnership between Advent Health and Rothman Orthopedics that is revolutionizing how care is delivered to patients in Central Florida. As a shoulder and elbow orthopedic surgeon for Rothman Orthopedics, I offer specialized tailored care to treat conditions such as arthritis, tendon disorders, bone loss, fractures, and instability. My team and I at Rothman Orthopedics have partnered with Advent Health to provide innovative expert care for joint treatment and sports medicine intervention. Our offered care is tailored to meet each patient's health goals. Next day appointments are available. Please call 844-407-4070 or visit us at transformingortho.com. Hey everyone, today we are joined by Maya, our Information Center Concierge, and we talk about her journey to Winter Haven, her master's program. I don't want to give anything away, um, but we talk about her master's program and kind of everything and anything in between. So stick around. Well, welcome to the podcast, Maya. Thanks for having me. Well, thanks for being here. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. This is going to be so fun. It's going to be so fun because I feel like we are like soul sisters, kind of. Same brain cell. Same brain cell. Oh my gosh. Yes. Love. We literally the other day wore like the same outfit, but opposite color. Yeah. It was (laughs) so great. It was so fun. It was so fantastic. Oh. Well, I'm excited and I'm excited for our listeners to get to know you. Um, If you don't know Maya, she is our wonderful information center concierge. So you can see her in our information center at the front desk from like Tuesdays to Fridays from 10 to 4. She's wonderful. Just a bright light in the office and we're so, so fortunate to have her. Thank you. So I'm excited that everyone is going to get to know you a little bit better if they haven't already. You're so sweet, Anna. Ugh, no, you're so sweet. So first and foremost, um, I have to ask, because you're not from here originally, correct? Correct. Awesome. So where are you from? How did you make it over here to Polk County? So I am originally from Broward County. Um, I'm kind of in the like suburbs in between Fort Lauderdale and Miami. Okay. It's like down near all the beaches and stuff. Um, and then 
I ended up coming to Polk County in 2018 to do my undergrad. Um, and then I ended up just kind of staying. I had a lot of friends in the area and I realized that I really liked living up here. Um, and so I ended up staying and doing my master's here as well and just kind of hanging out. Yay. Yeah. And now you hang out at the chamber. I know. And I love it. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, so what was that difference between like, obviously you're right by the beaches and everything like that. And to coming to Polk County, it's a different vibe. I have to imagine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Was it weird to get used to? Like it was so weird to get used to because like South Florida, I was very used to everything being like very Hispanic. And so like I had my Cuban like food that I really loved and I like mm -hmm. had all of my little routines and like I grew up there. So yeah. I was like very used to it being like super diverse and a lot of different cultures and a lot of different things that I could like experience and see and then also being like 20 minutes from the beach yeah or 20 minutes from Miami yeah and then like coming to Polk County and everything is very like not that yeah <laughs> uh, not necessarily like a bad way but it's just like a whole completely different culture up yeah, here yeah for sure um which is so wild because I didn't even leave the state I just went like four hours north yeah and so kind of having to get used to like a whole new set of routines and a whole new place and like you know the things that like I did for fun like in South Florida I probably can't be able to do up here and like mm -hmm. different food even like it's just so odd to me that yeah. like Florida can have such vastly different cultures, like even North Florida, like yeah. up near Tallahassee and Gainesville, completely different vibe than Polk County. Mm -hmm. And so it was just kind of wild. Um, and yeah, and then I ended up living in Lakeland and I still kind of live in Lakeland. So I split my time between Winter Haven and Lakeland. Oh and, yeah. You know, I'm just all over Polk County. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we love all of Polk County. I mean, we're, we're biased Truly. towards Winter Haven, but oh, we yeah. love everyone. Yeah. Um, well, that's fine. So yeah. where, where did you do your undergrad and like, what did you study? I did my undergrad at Southeastern University and I got my degree in psychology. So I got a bachelor's of science. Me too. No way. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. Wow. I, we just have so much in common. We do. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, oh man. What? Yeah. So what was your plan for psychology? So I initially wanted to do neuropsychology. Oh, and like, okay. Part of me still wants to do that eventually. Um, but I was really planning on getting like my master's and my PhD, my doctorate. And I was like trying to leave Florida as soon as possible and like do neuropsychology and study the brain and all of that stuff. And I wanted to be very like hands off and research focused. Okay. Um, Interesting. I know. Isn't that so wild? Yeah. And now I'm doing my master's in social work at Southeastern in Polk County. So <laughs> <laughs> listen, I feel you. Um, I mean, I didn't know what I was going to do with my psych degree, mm -hmm. but um, I majored in psychology and double minored in mass communications and statistics. Wow. And am I doing anything with those? Not really. I mean, I feel like psych comes into play at the chamber. A oh, lot for sure. Because, for sure. You know, I did a lot of like social psych classes yes. too. Um, so that was obviously has been really helpful, but yeah. At least you're you're gonna be like working, you know, sort of in that field. So yeah. that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So what um yeah, you're saying that you wanted to do research and everything like that. So what yeah. made you change your mind to social work? Oh my gosh. Well, this is my favorite <laughs> story to tell. And I know you've already heard it, but I would love to tell the listeners of the podcast about it. So one thing about me is I have like seven friendship bracelets on right now. She does. Um, so I many. So many. I got I another them. one last night. How cute. I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so 
I have one that I like constantly wear. It's like a little blue string and it's got a bunch of different colored beads on it. Um, and this is my friendship bracelet from a camp that I served at last summer. I was a counselor for six to eight year old girls. I was in cabin one. How fun. I know. Cabin one represents. Where, where, um, where was this camp? It was up in Tampa. So it's okay. the like, it's the find hope. I believe organization, and then it's Tampa Bay Kids Camp right under that. And okay. Then they have two tracks, so they have Teen Reach Adventure Camp track, which is like um, twelve to fifteen or sixteen, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then they have um, Royal Family Kids Club, which is the summer camp that I did, which okay. is like six to about eleven or twelve. Okay. And so they do two weekends of track for girls and then another weekend for guys um okay it's an incredible program and they work so well with those teenagers and it's so great and then they do a week in the summer and they combine boys and girls because it's elementary school kids yeah um and the coolest part about this camp is that it's all foster kids and kids (gasps) that are in the system how cute that's awesome it's so incredible and i just fell so deeply in love with this organization and they do a mentor club once a month that i also help out with and so I got to kind of see hands-on how social workers are like really impacting the community yeah and, like I got to talk to a bunch of social workers and I got to interact with these kids and like I love kids and I have such a heart for the foster care system and it was just such an eye-opening experience because you got to kind of see all of these kids and there's like 50 60 kids there and for every two for every kid, there had to be, like, two counselors. Okay. So there was a ton of us everywhere. Yeah. But um, it, I'm I'm naturally introverted, so I was really nervous. Which is super hard for me to believe. <laughs> it's My like, goodness. <laughs> so wild. But I was really nervous that I was going to be, like, super burned out all week. Yeah. But I ended up being, like, more energized the mm-hmm. longer I was there. And I, like, so completely fell in love with those kids and, yeah. like, all working with them and, like, with foster kids, and especially in that setting, you have to work with them way differently than you would kids that aren't in the system. Yeah. So there were certain things that we weren't and were allowed to do and say. So, like, we had, um, we constantly had our schedules on us because we wanted to be like, okay, you have 10 minutes until we're going to move on to this next thing. We have five minutes, two minutes. Okay, now we're packing up. Mm-hmm. Um, because they do not do well with transition just because yeah. their life can sometimes be, like, so chaotic and so out of their control sometimes there's there's such a thing as too many transitions yes exactly yeah um so just kind of learning from those experiences and learning different like de-escalation techniques Mm -hmm. of like we were not allowed to say no period like that could not be a full sentence without an explanation so if I'm like hey you can't go run off into the middle of the street they had to be like well why not I want to go like tear off running I'm upset it's kind of had to be like this is not a safe decision here are the three options that are safe you Mm -hmm. can pick from this so that you have the autonomy to choose what is going to be safest for you and your well-being um and I learned that I can't really outrun an (laughs) eight-year-old which you know they're 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 fast they're fast they're fast fast Fast. every single race um but um, one of my girls made me a friendship bracelet at the end of the week, and she was my youngest and my littlest girl in the cabin. Oh, my gosh. And she had the sweetest personality. I was so head over heels for her because she was so wild. That's I loved her so, so much. 
Um, and a couple of my other girls made me like friendship necklaces that I like always keep on me. Um, and it's just been so incredible. And then getting to work with them once a month, I'll have girls that were in my cabin be like, can't wait for camp. Like, oh my I gosh. remember when we did like A, B and C or like I had girls come up to me and be like, oh my gosh, Miss Maya, like I missed you. Like, I can't believe you're still wearing, you know, so-and-so's bracelet. Like, it's just crazy. It's, it was so good. And I was like, talking to one of my friends who is a year ahead of me in the social work program Mm -hmm. and I was like dang like I really want to do this like like I always want to do this she's like hey let me tell you that there's actually a job title for this and everyone at camp has that job title (laughs) and it's called social worker (laughs) and I was like no way yeah Um, and I immediately was like okay how can I do social work and still do all the things that I wanted to do for psych um, and kind of talking to my professors, I was like, well, I don't want to do one thing. And they were like, yeah. that's the beauty of social work. You can literally do everything literally with one degree. And I was like, that sounds perfect. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. It is really cool. Cause I know, um, yeah, there's a lot of like mental health counselors mm-hmm. that are licensed clinical social workers. Yeah. So you really don't have to put yourself in a box. Um, yeah. And my, one of my roommates from college, um, she's wonderful. I miss her very much, but she actually lives in South Florida and she's, um, a social worker. Very cool. Um, and she works for the boys and girls club down oh there. Gosh, so love. yeah, very cool. it is really cool. Like you said, you don't have to put yourself in a box for that, which is awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. So the camp, do they go back every year? Mm-hmm. So I'm going back this summer. How cute. I'm, so hyped. I'm back in my cabin one. Um, I don't know what the end of that sentence was, but <laughs> back in my cabin one besties. Yeah. Um, I have to be more intentional though about the girls all knowing each other's names because you know, I call everybody bestie. Yeah, you do. So I was calling everybody bestie and I'd be like, okay, can you go grab so-and-so from over there? We're going to go get a snack. And they'd be like, who? And I'm like, can you go grab bestie number three? <laughs> like they didn't know each other's names. My <laughs> It is true, though. She does call everyone sis, girl, bestie. Dude. <laughs> dude, bro. It's great. It's great. I just want everyone to feel included. Yeah. And also, I'm really bad with names. <laughs> <laughs> so we have a goal for you this summer. Yes. The goal is learn names. Oh, man. So yeah. how has your program been so far? Is this your first year, second year? This is my first year in the program. And okay. I've loved every single second of it. Um, it has been so fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, because I didn't do my bachelor's in social work, um, I'm not doing like an advanced standing program. I'm doing like a traditional route. So I have to do all of the like, um, not necessarily prerequisites, but like background information. So I have to take like the basic level social work courses and then kind of step into more clinical stuff like Mm -hmm. internship and like hands on things. Um, And so it's been so much fun getting to learn like. And they interact with psych all the time. Yeah. So, like, a lot of it is really intertwined. So, like, learning about different theories and, like, all this stuff that I kind of had, like, previously in my undergrad. Mm -hmm. And then, like, applying it differently has been so cool. Yeah. And my professors are the greatest. I love all of them so much. They really... One thing I really love about SCU is that the professors are really intentional about, like, wanting you to succeed. Yeah. Um, And, like, they are really... Like, they really genuinely care about their students. Yeah. And so you can definitely feel that when you're in the classes and the professors are like, okay, like, how's it going? How's everybody's week? Like, what's going on? Oh, that's nice. And I'm like, I'm so stressed. I think I'm dying. And they're like, well, maybe have you taken a nap? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, okay, maybe take we a nap. We need people to tell us that we need to take naps. Truly. Yes. 
What was your, what has been your favorite class so far? Ooh, that's hard. What was your favorite psych class? Oh, my favorite psych class, I think. See, that's also hard. <laughs> Let me think. I really loved my research class in psych because okay. I got to like build research programs and that was so fun. Um, I like never interested in that. <laughs> it's I just like being nosy and like knowing what people are thinking. Yeah. So I was like, research is a great way for me to like ask people like really odd questions. And yeah. Like, but it's for science. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's for research. Yeah. Um. So that was very cool. My stats professor, Dr. Anderson, he is literally the only reason I passed that class because he was so wild and out there that I was so invested. Yeah. But I'm so bad at math. Um. So that was super fun. <laughs> But my favorite social work classes, honestly, I really loved this one class I took, which was like helping skills or something along that line. Mm -hmm. um, I had a professor, Tabuccino, who made everything like super hands-on and discussion-based, which oh, that's is how nice. I learned the best. Yeah, And she like was super like intentional with us about like, okay, how can you apply this to like real world situations that you're currently dealing with? Yeah. Like, how can you apply this to like your current job? And like working in the lobby, it was so great to be like, I low key am doing social work yeah. in the lobby. Yeah. So that was super fun. And then my classes this semester, I love because I'm taking research and groups. So shout out to Dr. B and Dr. Kuhn because they're <laughs> the coolest. But it's just really interesting to learn like all the different levels of social work. Yeah. And like like individual therapy and like community work and like legislative work. Like the other week we had um, lead day. And so okay. we were talking with like state legislators over Zoom about which Oh, that's bills they super, super cool. It was so cool. And yeah. so like getting to read up on legislation and like this one bill, HB 99, talking about like um, diversity education, mm -hmm. which I was like super on board with. And I was like, yes, post-secondary diversity education, we are for it. And talking with a legislator who was like, yeah, I definitely want to help you guys pass this bill versus a legislator who was like, I don't really love the language in this bill I'm not here for it yeah and kind of having to like have that discussion with them and like maintain your professionalism and like respect even if you're not necessarily agreeing with someone or you are agreeing with someone and you don't want to be like oh my gosh yeah like, it was just it was so cool yeah like it's stuff like that where I didn't realize that social workers were like in politics mm -hmm. which is so wild that's so fun. Right? I'm glad you're learning. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so how long is your program? Um, I have about another year. So coming up this summer and then through the remainder of fall and spring, I'll have internship and then my last few classes and then I graduate next April. <gasps> I know. All I'm hearing is that we get you for another year, hopefully. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, do not worry, guys. I will still be in the lobby. <laughs> Come see me <laughs> 10 to 4. <laughs> Oh, man. I will be signing autographs. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she will. Literally. Take uh, all your, your books and oh pictures. <laughs> books. <laughs> <laughs> pictures of what? I don't know. <laughs> don't bring me pictures. Oh, my gosh. Anywho. <laughs> oh, so you said that you have used some of your, like, social working classes and yes. things in the information center. Mm -hmm. Like, what kinds of things are, like, really great for your position that you've been learning um, I've been learning a lot about like distribution distribution of resources. Yeah. So like how to connect the community with different resources in a way that's tangible for them and mm -hmm. not like um, 
pushing your own personal boundaries. Mm -hmm. So like if I have someone come in and they are asking for like, hey, I really need like a bus ticket, but I don't have any money. Like I just kind of have like a big heart sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. (laughs) My initial response is like, okay, what can I personally do to help this person? And with social work, it's like, no, no, no. What what resources do you have that can help yeah. this person that you're not overextending yourself and this person is not getting an unfair leg up? Yeah. Because, like, um, I was talking to Pastor David over at the mission mm-hmm. about his outreach with the unhoused population and how he was like, we are setting them up so that they can achieve housing and they can get a job and they can get a car. We are not giving those things to them. Like, if they come to us and they're like, hey – we need help like getting an education they'll they'll get set up with tutors and a GED program mm-hmm. and it's kind of like how can i with the resources that i have in the lobby and you know the internet access that i have help people that are coming in asking like hey i need a real tangible solution to my yeah. issue not necessarily people who are just like hey what's going on this weekend yeah. cuz like i mean that is a resource but it's more so for people who are like hey i have a problem and i need someone to help me find a solution yeah so it's been really cool to kind of be like okay how can i use like my problem solving skills that i have through this program and then like even empathy skills yeah and, like, for sure active listening because sometimes people will come in and they honestly just want someone to talk to mm-hmm. like the older folks out here in winter haven whom i love and adore but a lot of times they just kind of want someone to like listen to their story mm-hmm. and i'll have people come in and just kind of like talk about their life story yeah and it's so cool because like i'll get some of that wisdom and then also i can realize that they just want something someone to be like you know what I'm so sorry that happened to you Mm -hmm. everything's gonna be okay yeah how can I help you right now and they're like honestly I really just needed someone to say that like yeah have a great day yeah so it's like little things like that or bigger things of like hey let me direct you to social services or like the mission down the street yeah you know maybe you just need a latte at Haven yeah (laughs) right right (laughs) and I think that's what's so wonderful about our information center Mm -hmm. is that it is open to the public so I mean we obviously have information about our members about the city of Winter Haven Mm -hmm. um, and resources for how to contact doctors and different things like that but you know we we also have the ability to do so much more than that because we are on a public trail we are again open to the public Mm -hmm. so anyone can walk in Um, so it's nice to be a resource for both our members and for the public as a whole yeah and helping them you know, somewhere along your journey, Absolutely. I think is really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That was really well put. I oh, like thank that. Thank you. Thank good. you. I practiced it earlier. Did you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Hello, I'm Greg Littleton, President and CEO of Citizens Bank and Trust. As a family-owned community bank, the strong business model developed by our founders has remained solid for over a hundred years to work with customers who live and operate within our market. Our employees work closely with customers to get to know each one by name. We support local organizations that provide important programs and services for the betterment of our community. In addition, our team also gives back to local nonprofits by volunteering thousands of hours each year to a variety of organizations. If you're looking for a bank with people who treat you like family, consider you and your financial needs the number one priority and most of all provide you stability and commitment for the long haul, then I invite you to stop by any of our conveniently located offices or visit us at citizens-bank.com to learn more. At Citizens Bank and Trust, we're proud to be your bank. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. 
Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Promotional offer may end without notice. Loans subject to credit and underwriting approval. Appraisal insurance and other requirements or restrictions may apply. See lender for details. NMLS ID 528015. So what kind of projects are you working on? I know you have a big project coming up, so I, I want you to share about that. Because you already mentioned that you've been speaking with like Pastor David Barry. Yes. Anything else that you're working on in oh terms of that project? I would be so excited to tell you all about it, guys. Do I have something super exciting for you? Um, <laughs> extra, extra, read all extra, about extra, it. Extra, read all about it. Be there or be lame. <laughs> um, so, you know, instead of be there or be square, I never understood what be square meant. So I say be there or be lame. Okay. Because I feel like being square is the equivalent of being lame. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that's, yeah. Write in and tell us in the comment section below. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have a comment section? Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, my town hall meeting. So I am hosting a town hall meeting with some other incredible people in my class. We have a committee board of about, I think there's about four of us in total. Um, we are hosting a town hall meeting April 26th at the Ritz in downtown Winter Haven. It's going to be at 7 p.m. And I heard a rumor that Haven is providing coffee. Ooh, tea. So if anything, just come for the coffee sponsored by Haven Coffee Roasters, <laughs> whom we so love. So is it a rumor or is it confirmed? I mean, I think it's confirmed okay. because I have to go pick it up next in, when I have the town hall meeting. Yeah. So it is confirmed. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so we are hosting a town hall meeting and we are going to bring bringing awareness to the different faces of homelessness in downtown so we're going to be talking about the unseen homelessness of kids in school and families wow and kind of people that you probably would never know are homeless yeah and then the people that you see walking around downtown winter haven every day um and the kind of people that will often come into the lobby and ask for resources it's um a huge barrier to the well-being of downtown winter haven um and so we feel very strongly that if we are able to bring awareness to that population and some different ways that we can help support the nonprofits in the area, like mm -hmm. the Mission yeah. and the Salvation Army and Heart for Winter Haven, yeah. which is a huge advocate for ending um, childhood homelessness to the point where they made a significant dent in the population of childhood homelessness, even through the pandemic. Yeah. Those rates were skyrocketing. Mm -hmm. it, they just do incredible work, um, and as does the mission and all of their programs. But um, I got to talk to a lot of incredible people, like Mayor Brad. I got to talk to T. Yes, Michael, you did. City Planner. So I don't know if Sarah Beth told you. She I'm, I'm going to interrupt for a second. Go for it. Um, so on the April, so it's April 12th right now. Mm -hmm. So we are recording this obviously earlier um, than it's going to air. But on the April 10th um, city commission meeting, so just two days ago, um, our very own Maya <laughs> got a little shout out from, from Mayor Brad. Um, yes, he just went on and on about how he has so much hope for the future. Um, and that's... That's our little, that's our Maya. Did he really? Wait, did she not tell you that part? She told me that he was like super impressed with my project, but I didn't realize he was like going on and on about oh, how yeah. I gave him like hope for the future. Yes. I was so nervous that whole time. He I know. He was really intimidating. He's not though. He was intimidating at first because Sarah Beth was like, oh, he's super chill. And then I pull up and he's in like a whole suit. And I was that's like, That's very a rare for him. I'm we sorry, Brad. dress code. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, our, our our Maya got a lovely shout out. So I'm I'm really proud of you. Oh, thank you. I'm I'm so excited. I was so 
thankful that they gave their time to me because yeah. I know they have such crazy schedules mm-hmm. and I was honestly just so honored to be in City Hall talking to them. Yeah. Um, and their input was so, so appreciated and so incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... Like, my hometown, T. Michael, like, knew the government in my hometown. No and he kidding. Was like, oh, my gosh, I know exactly where that is. And, like, Lucille's down the street. Their only other location is in my hometown. It's Weston? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And I was like, this is so weird that, like, <laughs> all of you know, like, yeah, it's just odd. It's such a small world in Winter Haven. It really is. Um, in, like, the best way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we'll also be talking about of, like, how incredible the community is. Um, and so, basically, the way it's going to run is we are kind of going to have a community toolkit available to everybody. So, we are just going to kind of go over all of the stuff that we learned from the people that we interviewed. So, I also interviewed Sarah Beth, and she was incredible. Um, and then we talked to like Charlie Bird and like Main Street Bailey over there, and she was super sweet. And like, um, just my classmates were talking to a bunch of people in Winter Haven. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, and so we're super excited. And then we're gonna plug some nonprofits in the area and just kind of be like, hey, here's some resources that you can contribute to instead of contributing to like directly to individuals who are unhoused, because mm-hmm. um, sometimes that. Sometimes that could be beneficial, but more often than not, it's just not beneficial for yeah. them because they're not learning those like skills that they need mm-hmm. to kind of get out of that area. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to be talking about all of that. We're going to be shedding some light on the both seen and unseen people that are unhoused and kind of how we can better support that and contribute to lowering the statistics and also kind of removing the barrier of stigma. Yeah. So a lot of individuals who are homeless are um, homeless because they have ended up there through like substance abuse issues yeah. and like mental health issues and like or a combination of both mm-hmm. or crisis trauma like there are so many factors that contribute to the unhoused population affordable housing not being able to a- obtain affordable housing yeah. like there's just so much more that meets the eye and mm-hmm. just kind of contributing to ending that stigma is so important because once you get past your own personal biases you can kind of look and see we are all the same amount of human yeah every single individual on earth is the exact same amount of human and there's nothing that makes me or anyone else better than anybody else you know like I very well could up end up in their situation tomorrow and they could very well end up in my situation tomorrow Mm -hmm. like it's all about the way that you perceive others and even as a social worker and then beyond that even as a human it's not beneficial for me to go around being like you know what that individual is homeless or that individual looks like they have a substance abuse problem so they don't deserve my attention no no no. the complete opposite they deserve all of my love and attention because obviously they need just like a hand up they need just a leg up they need just that right resource or they need just that right word of encouragement to kind of like keep them going So that's what we're going to be talking about. And then we're also going to be having discussion from the community. So if you have like things that you want to say, questions, comments, concerns, please show up. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Um, We definitely will be having a lot of conversation and discussion that we want our community to kind of head. Like we want to hear from you and we want to hear all the things that you have to say because we want to have this open conversation. And you'll get free coffee. Yeah. And you'll see me. Exactly. <laughs> That's the most important. Yes. No, this sounds like so much fun. I know the, yeah. the chamber team, we're, we're going to be there. I'm very excited to see At least you most of us. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm so excited for you. It's going to be such a good time. Ugh. I'm just so proud. Oh, thank you. You're so passionate about it. I love it. Very. I love it. Well, um, so what are you kind of, you know, when you graduate, what are you most excited about the future? Do you have any plans for after that? You're just kind of taking it as it comes? Kind of a combination of both. Um, 
currently what I'm looking forward to in the future is my internship um, and my town hall meeting. Yeah. Come out April 26, 7 p.m. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm really excited to just kind of see where this path takes me. Yeah. Um, I have like several different areas of social work that I want to work in. Currently, I'm interested in hospital social work. Okay. Um, And so I'm kind of um, leaning towards that. Last week, I wanted to do human trafficking. Okay. No, no, no. I wanted to do anti-human trafficking social work. I don't want to do human trafficking. I I knew what you meant. I knew what you meant. I just wanted to make sure that wording was a abundantly clear because <laughs> I knew what you meant okay great um <laughs> you're god um and then I also have been really interested in like adoption agencies and the foster care system okay. and like all of that and then um yeah I just am interested in so many different kinds of social work yeah that I am genuinely just really excited for where that takes me that's awesome yeah Ugh. well since you're my coworker, yes before we go I do have to ask what has been your favorite part about working at the chamber? Oh my gosh, working with the Anna. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Our fellow Swifties, right here. Really, I'm so excited. Me too. So hyped. <laughs> Anyways, we can talk about that later, um, and we probably will. But <laughs> um, honestly, my favorite part about working at the chamber has been working with everybody. Um, I have worked in jobs where. The coworkers didn't get along with each other, yeah. and I've worked in jobs where the coworkers were just like work acquaintances. Mm-hmm. But this, like, we all kind of very naturally fall into each other's rhythm, and we all like genuinely love working with each mm-hmm. other. And it's just so fun because I can come upstairs and be like, "Guys, I have some hot goss for you. I've got the tea. I've got the chisme. Like, let's let's hang out." Yeah. And it'll be like five minutes where I'm just kind of beat bopping to everybody's office and then I'm like downstairs <laughs> ready to work. Um, and then another favorite part is that I also get to interact with so much mm-hmm. of the public, um, which I didn't think was going to be my favorite part because I'm usually not a people person. Again, I don't believe it for a second. Listen, but- after work, Maya, she's just real quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I just like hermit for a little bit. Um, but I get to like see so many cool people. Yeah. So like I Working at Community Fest, like next to um, Rep Sam Kilbrew. Yes. Oh my gosh, so cool. Yeah. Like, I never thought that I would just be like casually making popcorn with a Florida representative. <laughs> like wild. Yeah. And like being able to talk to Sarah Beth and like the city hall people and like Main Street and yeah. like even the general public that comes in. Like I have people that come in that are like my regulars, I guess. Yeah. Where, like we know each other by name. And, like they'll walk in and be like, oh my gosh, Miss Donna, how <laughs> are you? I missed you. Like, all this stuff, and they're like, where's my new haven? I was like, I got it for you. Don't even worry. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, all the connections, like, personally and, like, work that I can make that are just so cool. I don't know. Winter Haven is so special. It is. Like, there's not really a town quite like it. No, not at all. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's a very, very special place. Very unique. Yes. Very fun to be in. Yes. To work in. Mm -hmm. To play in. Yeah. Yeah. To walk around in. Yes. (laughs) Live, work. Live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> this is how we're like all the time. <laughs> this is what it's like at the chamber office. It really is. It really is. I promise we do work though. We do. We work so hard on yes. your behalf. Uh, and But we also are very giggly. Yes, it's true. Uh, well, Maya, what else do you like to do outside of work? Because another reason why I don't believe that you're not a people person is because you love going to co- concerts. Oh my gosh, yes. So me and my best friend Haley, our New Year's resolution was we wanted to go to at least one concert once a month. Okay. Um, because I've literally been going to concerts since I was eight years old. Yeah. Like I... What was your first concert? 
Oh my gosh, this is kind of embarrassing. It can't be embarrassing. <laughs> no, it so is. So my first concert. Oh no. <laughs> it's not bad. It's just, I think it's kind of stupid. Um, no, it's not stupid because I was really having a good time. And I was in the pit too when I was eight. What was it? Oh, right. Uh, it's this Christian artist, Chris Tomlin. Okay. That was my first concert. And so for a long while, I was going to like Night of Joy and like Rock the Universe. Yeah. And, like, you know, those like um like christian rock bands like yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) for the longest time that's that was my jam like blanca and like viridia like the indie like rockers i thought i was so cool oh my gosh right now i'm into like indie rock alts like i saw colony house the other week i'm going to see taylor swift on friday greta van fleet that was my other concert i've seen like stevie nicks i've seen um who did i see Oh, Hippocampus. <gasps> I love Hippocampus. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Love them. They were so cool. Mm-hmm. They were so cool. Ugh. Um, and we have a joke in the chamber that I'm going to meet my husband in the mosh pit because that's where I live. Yeah, and pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. But yeah, I love going to concerts. That's usually my go-to is I'm like scrolling on Ticketmaster. And yeah. like we'll try and see like the cheapest seats that we can get and it's usually in the mosh pit which is my favorite place to be that's wild me and my doc martin's just jumping around screaming as you should yes um i also really love getting coffee with friends and like doing a little book club so my genuinely my favorite thing to do with my friends is we'll go get coffee from like haven or hillcrest or like pressed or somewhere like we make like our routine like stops and then we go sit in bonnet springs park and everybody brings a book and we all like play like calming music and we just sit out there and read in the sun that's so cute yeah oh my gosh we do stuff that's like very low stress and then obviously i love thrifting i feel like i'm always coming in here being like my whole outfit today is thrifted yeah yeah it's true she did that today yeah my whole outfit today was thrifted shout out top buttons (laughs) this whole interview is just me plugging all of the downtown shops i love love. it i love it and i know they appreciate it as well oh yeah because i am constantly just going to all of them like hey guys how's it going (laughs) it's me again (laughs) yeah (sighs) well maya this was so much fun this is so much so much fun If you haven't met Maya yet, please feel free to stop down in our information center presented by Bond Clinic. Um, She is there again Tuesdays through Fridays from 10 to 4. She's wonderful. Yes. We are so grateful to have her. She's wonderful. I just can't even say enough good things about you. You're so sweet. And if you guys (laughs) aren't busy on April 26th, that's a Wednesday in a couple weeks um, at the Ritz Theater at 7 p.m. She and her classmates are hosting this really wonderful town hall. Um, So I hope to see you all there. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you, Maya. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Of course. Literally my pleasure. Oh my gosh. My pleasure. My pleasure. No way, because it was my pleasure. Oh my gosh. No way. The Low Payment Kings of the Mahalik Auto Group are very proud and excited to be sponsoring another season of the Winter Haven Chamber Podcast. Hi, it's Ralph Mahalik Jr., the Low Payment King. I just want to remind everybody that uh, the Low Payment Kings are four stores here in Polk County, Alfa Romeo Fiat of Winter Haven, Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Winter Haven, Lake Wales Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, and Poser Park Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat. And we look forward to serving you and saving you more here in 2023. 
We have 1,700 vehicles in stock and incoming, so we can get you satisfied today or in the near future. We're very proud of our five-star team and all the clients that we've satisfied in 2022 and over the last 57 years with the Lope and Kings Mahalik Auto Group. We look forward to satisfying you soon, too, in all departments. New and used vehicle sales, service, parts, maintenance, recalls, body shop, collision center, and a whole lot more. We're proud of all the community work we do with various charities and community events throughout Polk County. And the Low Payment Kings are very proud to be part of the fastest growing county in the state of Florida. That's Polk County. When you have time, please like us on all our social media pages and check out lowpaymentkings.com where you can get pre-approved for your car, truck, van, or SUV, schedule a service appointment, look at our career opportunities at all of our stores, and even get pre-approved for your loan or lease. Again, visit lowpaymentkings.com, call us toll-free soon, and like us on all our social media. God bless you and your family, and I wish you everyone the best of luck in 2023. Thank you to Maya, our Information Center Concierge, for joining us today. Be sure to tune in every week to It's Happening in the Haven, available on all your favorite podcasting platforms. To learn more about Winter Haven and the Chamber, visit winterhavenchamber.com or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. We hope you've learned a little bit about our community today and even more about the people who are shaping its future. After all, no true community exists without the people who form it. Winter Haven. Some call it a haven. We call it home.